You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm excited to have with us today a delightful woman. Jocelyn Robinson is a psychic channeler, intuitive. We're talking claircognizance, clairvoyance, clairsentience, like all over the map with her gifts and abilities. And so I'm really excited to talk with her today about clairvoyant superpowers. I think that, you know, we, we, we apply the concept of superpowers in so many different areas and, and truthfully where, where, where our kind of bread and butter is and where we got started was, was really looking at some of these gifts that come online that honestly kind of scare the crap out of people. And so, you know, how do we use them and what do we use them for? And, and are we going crazy and all this good stuff? So we're going to dive into that today. Um, just, just so you know that you're not alone and that, that there are, that those gifts are real. You're not going crazy and you can use them for, to, go, to do good things in the world. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Jocelyn to the show. Welcome, hon. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Oh, well, we are delighted to have you. So let's jump in and ask, what are your superpowers? Sure. My superpowers come in the form of my psychic gifts that allow me to provide specific and clear guidance from each person's spiritual team to help them feel supported in moving forward in their personal and professional lives. Well, and there you have it. That is a gift in and of itself. <laughs> I love that. And, and so talk with me a little bit about how did you get into that? Like that rolls off your tongue like, oh, yeah, you know, like I, you know, I, I build yeah. houses and I sell them. Like, so, and, and that's, and, you know, I'm being a little bit flippant, but it's not necessarily, I mean, sometimes that's the hardest part of the journey to traverse is, is coming out with that, you know, I, coming out yes. of the closet, if you will. As, as a psychic, as an intuitive, as someone who has honed these gifts. And, and as you know, if, you know, if you've talked to me for more than a minute, you know that I, I truly believe that we all have these gifts. And um, it's not having the gifts that make us special. It's, it's how we choose to use them and hone them and, and grow them that makes us special. And so how did you get to the place where you were willing to, to say that? Yes. I mean, it is, it's a big leap, right? So for me, for many years, um, really all my life, actually, I had health issues and I suffered from a lot of different early childhood traumas that kind of definitely cut me off from ever opening up to these intuitive gifts. So as I got older and started learning about health and the mind-body connection, I started really delving into the whole spiritual world and the connection of metaphysical teachings and how, you know, you can heal your body through having a spiritual connection and, you know, your thoughts create your reality and all that kind of stuff. And as I explored deeper into that, I started realizing like all of these traumas that were holding me back from what was my intuition. And as I worked on healing those wounds, it opened up this amazing gift of the psychic gifts of the clairvoyance and claircognizance and clairsentient. And it was amazing to me to have this ability to start actually using my gifts to help others with things that I have struggled with, you know, in my past. So it was this step into really realizing, wow, I actually have a purpose of kind of what I've suffered and what I've dealt with. And now I can actually use that to help other people in their lives not have it as bad as I did. 
Well, and isn't that kind of the way? I mean, it, it, it's I've done you know enough of these interviews and talked with enough people to get that there is a pattern to this stuff, folks. Like like there the. They start off as challenges. Like there's always something. Like I talk about, you know, Spider-Man had to get bit by a spider and, you know, kind of sucks and all this other stuff. And then we go through the process of neutralization, which is, you know, what Jocelyn's talking about where, you know, going and looking for different ways. And, okay, if I want to be done with this, like how do I be done with this? And and there's that neutralization process. And then traversing, usually we, we just think that we're just trying to alleviate our own suffering. But then through that process, we open up to these amazing gifts and we realize just how we can use them in the world. And I think that, you know, not to say, okay, this is kind of step one, step two, step three, but it's kind of step one, step two, step three. Like you have to be willing to get out of the um, pain, if you will, get out of the like, <laughs> what was me phase and be like, okay, yes. this kind of sucks. And maybe I can look at this differently or you stay a victim. And, and, you know, I think that that's so honoring and so amazing to hear you speak of, you know, it's hard, especially when you are in physical pain, you know, when, when you don't feel well, when there's all this physical noise happening, that that's really challenging to pull yourself out of. What do you attribute your ability to do that, to, to kind of say, I'm going to choose differently now? So for me, I always had this innate, like, it's like this innate wisdom in myself that my life was not supposed to be this way. You know, when I was suffering and in pain and I even dealing with the anxiety and depression from all the health challenges, it was deep within me that I knew my life was, was going to be better somehow, some way. So I held on to that belief and that was what kept me searching and moving and pushing forward through so many different, you know, energy healings and metaphysical teachings and therapies and different journeys to, to find, you know, what was holding me back and ultimately learning, oh, wow, just like you said, it was being stuck in the victim mentality and the victimization of it and having to work so hard to heal on an emotional level. Mm, very cool. We're going to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, I'm going to ask you, Jocelyn, so, so you can kind of noodle around on this for a little bit. You know, if you could have chosen to not do that, you know, I think that's a really powerful oh, question. Wow. But before we take a break, we've been talking to Jocelyn Robinson about clairvoyant superpowers. Where can people go to find out more about you? Sure. I would love them to check out my website. It's actually jocelynlrobinson.com. And you can also find me all across social media. Beautiful. Very cool. We're going to take a quick break, folks. When we come back, we are going to answer that question. So stick with us and we'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibration network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. You've been listening to the Superpower Podcast. We're back with Jocelyn Robinson talking today about clairvoyant superpowers and the question I alluded to, actually I didn't allude to it, I out and out stated it, 
uh, that we were going to address after the break was, you know, Dawson talked about her, her journey and how she got here and all this other stuff. And, and the question I asked was, could you have chosen to not do that? Or could you have not chosen to step fully into that? What do you think? I think for me, it's, it's like that question of, well, I definitely wouldn't be the same person. I wouldn't have all of this amazing knowledge of how the world works and how the universe works and how our bodies work. So it's, if I sit here and say, well, I wish I had not had all those challenges and all those issues, it would make me a completely different person. And I wouldn't have that view on life that it is more of a divine, beautiful experience if you can open up to that. It, it would, so I would say no. Like I, I, ha- I feel like all of that was stuff that I needed to move through to actually live the life that I really want to live uh, now. But do you think there was any way that you were not going to? Like, it, it, can you look back on your existence? And, and I know this is kind of a bizarre question, but it's like, mm-hmm. was it, can you look back on your existence and see, I mean, certainly in retrospect, we can always see the threads of synergy and learn how, okay, this step got me here, got me here, got me here. Now, one thing that I really um, grapple with is, is I wonder how much we're in choice. Like, like certainly we have the experience of I'm choosing to step into this, but I wonder if we could equally choose to not. And I know that there's people who have different theories on that. Can you look back on your timeline and say, you know, at this point I could have chosen to ignore that message and I could have chosen fear instead. Do you think that that's possible? You know, in my experience for me personally, it, I don't think it was possible for me to ignore because so much of my, the signals and the movement forward in my life came through so many things that affected me physically. So it was even when I started to have the psychic gifts and start to not feel, you know, confident about that. You know, I was obviously in secret until I, like you had said previously coming out of the psychic closet, it is a, is a moment. And even previously, when I was, you know, working with it kind of in secret, it was like things still came up for me physically where my body was like, girl, you got to move forward with this. So I guess in my personal experience, for me, I don't feel like I had much of a choice because it was like if I wanted to actually feel good too and live in my body feeling good in my body I had to push forward and move into this line of work and help in the world so it's kind of like maybe you could have chosen not to but you were going to suffer because of it exactly exactly so let's talk about clairvoyance I know that there's a lot of confusion here at superpower experts we kind of stay away from the clairs because it's you know they I feel like they're they're an addition they're kind of an add-on to the to the five typical senses and, and we go a little bit more into the direction of you know mind reading and empathy and differentiating between telepathy and mind reading and, and all that good stuff so let's talk a little bit though about the clairs and, and why you identify with those and how you understand the differences sure so when you talk about clairvoyance that actually means you're seeing images. So for me, when I'm doing a reading for someone, things 
come in as it's almost like I see little mini movies in my mind. It can be just a picture or an image, but sometimes it's actually more than one and movement in my mind. And I see what I'm supposed to get as a message to translate through me to that person who I'm giving a reading to. So it's very uh, image based and it's uh, that ability to have that come through as this gift psychically that you see all these images. Very cool. And then you talked a little bit about claircognizance. What is your understanding of that or how do you use that word? Sure. So claircognizant is actually this clear knowing, which for me to explain, it's just these automatic thoughts. I can start talking to you and all of a sudden I just have all these thoughts downloading into my brain coming through me as the channel to just talk to you about. And then the third one that I work with as well is the clairsentient which is actually feelings in my body. And that can come in through things like feelings of love. Like if I'm talking to a potential client and they're experiencing something with someone, I'm like, wow, I can really feel their love for you. Or sometimes even a pain, like someone would have a back pain or a neck pain. I can feel that in my body. Or even emotions like anxiety will come up for me that aren't mine, but I feel them in my body as a relation to that other person. Very cool. Yeah. So the, so yeah, we differentiate between that stuff and, and I think that I'm glad that you gave those definitions because it can get very confusing and um, especially in the clairsentience arenas, because we have so many words that we use interchangeably like feelings and emotional uh, emotions. And so, um, and sensing, uh, you know, sensing and feeling kind of get intermixed there as well as feeling and, and emotions. And it gets really kind of garbled. And so, Early on, I started differentiating between emotions and emotional energy for that exact reason, because it seemed like there was so much confusion. Um, so, so with regard to the clairs, like though, again, you, you talk about those and you use them in your existence. How, what, what advice do you have for people who are listening right now and are like, oh, maybe I have those abilities and <laughs> I kind of think I do. And, and, and what are some first steps they can take to gain um, the level of confidence that, that you have now with, with not only embracing your gifts, um, but using them to help others? Yeah, so I think what I love to tell people is, you know, I'm not necessarily any more special than you, right? I'm not. I'm really not. Everyone has those intuitive gifts. But the thing about it, just like you said, is like, how do you work towards them? So I think... One of the biggest things people need to do in order to tap into those special intuitive places and the gifts to come through is actually have that time in quiet. You know, so for me, meditation, obviously, to be able to just be quiet and still and get grounded in my body. And then also, I think a big, huge thing that people don't always do is journaling because through journaling, you can do what's called automatic writing, where you can start to connect to that intuitive place of yourself and get some messages that can come through through writing. And it might actually trigger some images in your mind with the clairvoyance or the clairsentient feelings in your body, even as you're writing. And for me, that was actually how my gifts first started coming through, was through the automatic writing. So it's a big um, practice of just making sure that you have that time where you're grounded and still and quiet so you can really feel into your body so that when you do try to connect through those things like journaling and, and the automatic writing, you can f- 
you can be grounded in your body to feel the actual messages coming through and hear the messages coming through. Beautiful. And I think the biggest piece of all of this, you know, and, and biggest takeaway from what you're talking about is the, these are abilities. And so it's just like you can say, Oh, I want to run a marathon, but you know, sitting on your couch may not get you there. And so it's, mm-hmm. you know, you have to start playing with them and start taking action. Um, you know, on our site, we have a list of superpowers and we talk about how do you use this? How do you start working with this? But ultimately it's a discipline. It's muscle memory. You have to, you have to really, even with um, the spiritual gifts and everything else there, so much of our existence is normalized in a way that isn't that, that, that it does take some training to hone them and to get to where you're using them naturally and, and in your everyday existence. And so I appreciate you sharing those tips with, with our guests. Where, let's tell people again where they can go to find out more about you. Sure. They can go to my website at jocelynlrobinson.com. And if they're interested in trying a reading, they can get um, a discount off their first reading for 20% off using the code SUPER, this all caps, SUPER. (laughs) Mm, Very cool. Thank you so much. And thank you for your courage and stepping into your abilities and for helping people out with those. Um, I just really appreciate you. So let me know how we can continue to support you and the work that you're doing in the world. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's really great to connect with you and your listeners. And I just love being able to let people understand that, you know, not to fear these kind of gifts, like they're amazing and they help you help guide you in your lives and move you forward. Mm -hmm. So it's really an amazing time to connect with others like that. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for listening. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.